Hey community, this is Priscelles from the Yes and Amen podcast, where we have conversations, testimonies, and meditations. This is a meditation episode, so find a comfortable place and let's get started. So today's meditation is around when you're not okay, when you're far from okay. You know, a lot of times nowadays people say it's okay to not be okay, and that's true, right? There are times that we're just not okay. And so we're going to meditate around this idea. What does the Bible say? Uh, How does it encourage us when we're in a time that we're just not feeling okay, when we're personally perhaps not okay, or there are things happening in the world that we feel that are not okay or happening to other people that we love, Um, whether we're just devastated about something, disappointed about something, hurt about something, saddened about something, um, or someone, right? Uh, when we're just not okay what does the bible say how can we be encouraged in this time in this moment this season and um, receive god's goodness receive his peace in just not being okay so i invite you to just take some time to check in with your body where you're at sometimes where we don't feel okay it shows up in many ways in our body and so try to release some tension that you may feel maybe in your shoulders and do that through inhaling and exhaling just maybe moving that area of your body a bit maybe it's in your fingers your eyelids maybe you need to sit down maybe you need to stand up maybe you need to lay down whatever it is that you need right now in your state of not necessarily being okay but being willing and to receive god's word on what he wants to speak to you right now and so i pray that this blesses you and that you can be present with your not being okay but that you can receive God's word nevertheless and know that it's truth and that it is good news to you. So we're going to start with prayer. Lord, we thank you. Father, we thank you that even when we're not okay, when we're hurting, when we're in pain, when we're in mourning, when we're confused, when we're conflicted, when we're disappointed, when we're feeling all these different kinds of things, Lord, you are good. You are peace. You provide grace. And that you hear us, you meet us where we are. If our hearts are broken, your heart is breaking too. If we're sad, you're sad with us and for us. You're not a far away God, but you're present here. And you, Jesus, yourself had experienced so many different things. So thank you that you connect with our emotion, you connect with how we feel. So we ask that your scripture now encourages us, that it fills us up, that it edifies us and meet us where we are that we will be reminded that scripture directs us to see you. And as we see you more deeply, Lord, that we will be encouraged by what that can mean for our life, how we can experience your peace because of what the word of God says about you. So we give you the glory and we give you this time. In Jesus' name, amen. So the first scripture we're going to meditate through is a psalm. Psalms are written for exactly this, right? (laughs) David felt a lot of different emotions and um, the other writers of the psalm as well. And so today's psalm we're going to read through is Psalm 34, verses 17 to 20. It reads, The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them. I just want to pause there so you can notice and remind us. And maybe even you pause the meditation right here, And you go somewhere or just stay where you are and just cry out to the Lord. What is it that you're experiencing that's making you feel not okay? Cry it out. Cry it out. Scream it out. Maybe write it out. Whatever you need to do to get it out and expressed 
so that the Lord can hear it. Do that. If you really need to pause, friend, do it. If you want to continue, you're welcome to. But I encourage you to acknowledge this truth. The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. And the thing about this scripture is that sometimes we think that, okay, God is not delivering me from this right now. That means he's not here, or he's not listening, or he doesn't care, or he's never going to address this. The thing is, y'all, some things you're experiencing or you're experiencing will only be healed and delivered once you're in heaven. I know that's hard. I know that's hard to hear. There will be things in this lifetime that you live while you're here on earth that will not be healed, that will not change, that does not change who God is, and that does not change the fact that He will deliver you from all your troubles. This simply just means it might not happen while you're here on earth. And it might happen while you're here on earth. The thing to focus on, the promise to focus on, is that it will happen. It will happen. He will deliver you from all of your troubles. Verse 18 says, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He's close to you. He knows your pain. He knows that you desire deliverance. He knows that you desire to see change. He knows your heart. And He sees when it's broken. And he saves those who are crushed in spirit. He doesn't find delight in your crushed spirit. It breaks his heart as well. And so he's close to you. Right now, closer than your breath. Closer than anything that is on you, within you, or around you. God is close to you. What does that mean to you, to your heart, to your mind, to your spirit, to your body, to your circumstance? Verse 19 says, The righteous person may have many troubles. This is true, right? And another meditation we talked about when we give our life to Jesus, our life isn't flowers and all sweet all the time. We will still have troubles. But how we address our troubles, who we go to for our troubles, looks differently. And so here, David is reminding us, yes, we will have troubles. And then the next word, hallelujah, is but. But the Lord delivers him from them all. From them all. So it may be here on earth. It may be in heaven. But you will experience deliverance. And the thing about this is we could lose hope perhaps if we feel like, oh, it won't happen here and it will happen in heaven. But may you focus on the fact that it will happen. That is where you can sit and meditate on while you're not feeling okay, while you're experiencing what you're experiencing. Have the hope and faith that at one point in your life, whether here or in eternity, it will happen. Now we're going to continue meditating and we're going to go into verses uh, Isaiah 61 verses 1 to 3. 
Again, that's Isaiah 61, verses 1 to 3. Scripture says, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me, for the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted and to proclaim that captives will be released and prisoners will be freed. He has sent me to tell those who mourn that the time of the Lord's favor has come, and with it, the day of God's anger against their enemies. Before we go into verse 3, I want you to see that this is a scripture in Isaiah 61, but it's also found in Luke, and Jesus himself, in the scripture, opens the scroll, reads the scripture, and says, Today, this scripture has been fulfilled. I myself have fulfilled it. And the way I want us to be invited to meditate on the scripture is to acknowledge that this is what Jesus did for us and continues to do. The Spirit of the Lord, Sovereign Lord came upon Jesus. He anointed Jesus to bring good news to the poor, to send comfort to the brokenhearted, to proclaim that captives will be released and prisoners will be freed. This is what Jesus is doing for us every single day. Verse 2 says, He has sent me to tell those who mourn that the time of the Lord's favor has come. That's Jesus telling you this. And with it, the day of God's anger against their enemies. Friends, Jesus is doing these things for you right now. He is our intercessor. So in your situation, in your circumstance of not being okay, Jesus is comforting you. He's providing everything that the scripture is saying. But not only Jesus is doing it directly for you, but he also has people around you that are ready and willing to do this. Because this is a call for all of us. So I'm not saying you need to do this for someone else right now. It's okay that you're not okay and you can't serve someone else right now. What you get to do is receive someone else serving you. Jesus is serving you right now. And he also has sent people in your life to serve you, to do these very things, to bring you good news, to bring the comfort to your broken heart, to proclaim freedom over your life, to tell those who mourn that the Lord's favor has come upon you. So take a moment right now. Think about who can you reach out to today to let them know that you are not okay. Who can you share with that is wise and that is trusting and spirit-filled that perhaps can pray for you, that can do these things for you, that will speak good news over your life, that will bring comfort to your broken heart, that will listen, that will not try to save you, but simply be present with you and help you and love you. This scripture is also telling us that God has sent people to do this for us when we cannot do it for ourselves or for others. And so you get to humble yourself and surrender to the fact that there are people ready to serve you right now. You're not okay. And that is okay. But to remain here without receiving support, without receiving help, would be up to you. So who can you contact today? Who can you share with 
today. That would be a wise decision because you know that you will get good news from this person. Encouragement, support, prayer, love, presence, an ear, whatever else you may need. And then here's the scripture in Isaiah 61, which is verse 3, that then brings comfort to our spirits. It reads, To all who mourn in Israel, he will give a crown of beauty for ashes, a joyous blessing instead of mourning, festive praise instead of despair. In their righteousness, they will be like great oaks that the Lord has planted for his own glory. And here in in words saying Israel, that means us, right? The body of Christ. Before Jesus or before other people besides Jewish people or Israelites were Christian, it was them. So they, they were the body of Christ. And so now we are all the body of Christ, those who have chosen Jesus. So really here it says, to all who mourn in the body of Christ, he will give a crown of beauty for ashes. He won't just give you beauty for ashes. He will give you a crown. That means he will give you an abundant amount of beauty for ashes. So you get to receive that. He will give you a joyous blessing instead of mourning. Not just a blessing, but a joyous one, a beautiful one, one filled with joyful blessings. He will give a festive praise instead of despair giving you a party, a celebration, something worth saying, screaming hallelujah for. And in their righteousness, they will be like great oaks that the Lord has planted for his own glory. What's interesting about an oak is that it's a long-lived tree. It can live almost more than a thousand years. So maybe there's even oaks that exist now from one of the times that Jesus was on earth. The oak tree has also multiple uses. If you boil the bark, it has therapeutic properties. The fruit, which is the acorn that is produced in an oak tree, is used to feed livestock and in times of shortage has also been used for human consumption. It's also a meadow of oaks is a refuge for many animal species. An oak tree has many purposes and can live so long. And the scripture here is saying they will be like great oaks that the Lord has planted for his glory. Meaning, what he is planting in you has great purpose. What he has planted in you, what he has placed in you, has multi-purposes for your benefit, for the glory of God, and for the service of others. Maybe what he's planting in you right now is joy. Maybe what he's planting in you right now are the fruits of the Spirit, which include joy. Maybe what he's planting in you right now is peace in this difficult time. Will you take the time to notice the great oak he is placing within you? Will you take the time to acknowledge this promise that he has over your life? It's for you even when you're not okay, even when you can't see it, even when it seems impossible. God wants to remind you that in your circumstance, in what you're experiencing that makes you feel not okay, 
He has promises for you that he planted within you way long before whatever you're feeling existed. And as he heals you and as he provides festive praise, joyous blessings, and a crown of beauty for all you're experiencing, he is still working. He is still moving in mighty ways. And so I want us to close with meditating on John 10.10, which is the scripture that our entire ministry is centered around. It says, The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. This is Jesus talking. But the second half of the scripture says, But I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. That first part of the scripture is a reality. The thief comes to steal your joy, to kill your dreams, to destroy your spirit, to destroy your peace, to steal anything that God has tried to give you, to try to kill you, even your feelings, and for you to not be okay, and to destroy any chance you have of faith or hope. That is what he's trying to do right now. That's what he's trying to do in this very moment. And the key word is that he tries. He comes to try to do these things. But because we are in Christ, because we are under the cross and under this new covenant, we get to receive life and life more abundantly, life to the full. So even if you're feeling not okay right now, you get to still live a full life, whatever that may look like right now. Maybe you need to pause on some things. Take a few days of Sabbath instead of just one Sabbath. Maybe you need to rest or reconsider therapy. Maybe you need to seek out spiritual direction. Whatever it may be for fullness to look like for you in your life right now, you get to enter it as, a, as it to be a protection for you from the enemy's way of stealing, killing, and destroying. Because when you're living in the fullness of God, of Christ, the enemy can't do those things. So even if you're not okay right now, friend, I encourage you to cry out to the Lord. Remember that He is close to you. He is with you. He is protecting you. He is anointing you. He is sending people to you to cover you and encourage you and bring you good news he is providing a crown of beauty for your ashes a joyous blessing instead of mourning and festive praise instead of despair he has planted a great oak in you that is going to produce powerful and beautiful fruits and that you are right now living in the life that jesus came for you to live it to the full, however that may look for you. And so, Lord, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for the listeners of this episode, God, of this meditation. They are not okay, Lord. We are not okay in some circumstances in our life. We live in a chaotic and dark and fallen world, and it is so hard to live in it with peace. It is so hard to live in it and share grace. It is so hard to live in it and love ourselves well and others. But God, we know we can do it with you. We cannot do it without you. So right now, wherever we may be, that we are not okay, pray that you will meet us there, that you will comfort us there, and that you will remind us 
that it is okay for us to be feeling what we're feeling, seeing what we're seeing, and experiencing what we're experiencing, but that this will not be forever. That there are seasons that we can look forward to. There will be difficulty ahead. There will be troubles ahead, but there will also be joy. There will also be beauty. There will also be deliverance and healing, whether it's here on this side of eternity or in eternity itself after we're gone. We thank you that your promises do not return to you void and that we will see your healing. We will see your powerful hand, whether we see it tomorrow, we see it decades from now, or a great grand could see it. We know that you are a promise keeper, a way maker. You are the light in the darkness that we are experiencing. Thank you for being those things and more. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Friend, I encourage you. Um, we are here as a ministry. If you have any prayer requests, please message us on Instagram at we.r.full or email us at hey at wearefullcollective.com. We also encourage you, like we said before, seek out a friend. Tell someone you are not okay. Please tell someone you are not okay or not feeling okay. There is no shame in that. And we also encourage therapy. We encourage spiritual direction. We encourage pastoral counseling. We encourage you to do something about you not feeling okay. Because it is okay to not be okay. But to stay in it and not do anything about it will mean just that, that you might just stay in it. And that doesn't serve you, that doesn't serve anyone else, and that doesn't glorify God. God wants to give you His fullness. He wants you to live in His fullness. So enter into that. I pray that meditation blessed you. Please be encouraged that you can do meditations anywhere at any time. And, and the Bible invites us to meditate on the Word of God. And so I pray that um, this time blessed you and that we can stay connected. Join us for another meditation episode or a conversation soon. Be blessed. God is with you.